Greetings, listeners, and welcome aboard Costume Station Zero. Uh, I'm Bob Mitch, and today uh, we're going to change up the format slightly. Um, we are joined by Mr. Scott Sebring. Hey, everybody. Uh, and rather than the traditional interview format, we've decided we're going to just kind of talk about uh, a certain cosplay topic. That is, uh, we're going to talk about Superman. Through the ages, the Superman costume in media and comics and kind of the evolution of that costume, as well as kind of generally touching on comic to film translations of superheroes uh because i don't know about you um are you do you consider yourself a dc fanboy or a marvel fanboy i'm both i really am mm -hmm. it probably depends on periods mm -hmm. there's a moment where i'm like oh yeah marvel was like you know clicking and there's moments when dc was clicking sometimes they're both clicking mm -hmm. i like characters i don't necessarily into companies as it were okay uh, I never put it. I never put it on the chalkboard of like going. Oh, there's this many DC people I like. There's this many Marvel, Marvel people I like. Sometimes I'll be talking to somebody about artists or writers, and they'll go, "Oh, you're talking about DC." And mm -hmm. I'll be talking to somebody about writers and artists, and they'll go, "Oh, you're mainly talking about Marvel." So mm -hmm. yeah, I think I'm pretty split down the middle. Yeah, I, I, you know, thinking about it, I, I, I mean, I'll go to where I like a character, but mm -hmm. I know growing up as a kid, I think I lent more DC. I don't know if that was because of Super Friends or what, but I, I those are those are more of the characters I watched. I think there life. was a lot more exposure of those mm -hmm. during when, you know when you were a kid. I think there was a little bit more of that on like media like TV and so forth. And let's face it, as far as Marvel goes and media, mm -hmm. TV, or even cartoons in the like in the seventies, late seventies, going to the early eighties, they really didn't find their stride yet. No, that's a fair point. I mean. I mean, look, you you imprinted on Nicholas Hammond's Spider-Man. Right. You know, because what? He finally showed up on TV, right? <laughs> well, yeah. And, well, and Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends was a right. staple part of my Saturday morning yeah. rituals. So. Maybe, maybe there's those folks that go, and they're probably going to scream at the podcast. That'd be fun. But you know, where you got to go like, oh, no, I'm a DC guy. And Spider-Man. <laughs> right, well, that, it's it's very easy to, to add, or that one guy in Marvel that I like, whoever that might be. Right, um, but yeah, no, I think in Marvel I was mainly reading like Spidey, probably Hulk. Uh, eventually, I branched into like Iron Man and, mm -hmm. and Captain America, but those came a little later. And I know I was always about Superman and Batman and Green Lantern and Flash and those guys. I think because I had a background, not a background, but a passion mm -hmm. about comic books in my youth where I thought I was going to become a comic book artist, mm -hmm. I think I was just eating everything that was around me. If it mm -hmm. looked good oh, sure. and it read well, mm -hmm. I was I was into it. And probably whoever the 7-Eleven was putting out Slurpee cups of at the time. Oh, right, yeah. Because they would have those collectible cups. Folks, I'm talking about the 70s. It was a while ago. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when I, you know, if they had the DC ones, I'm going through all the DC stuff. If it was Marvel, I was getting all the Marvel stuff mm -hmm. of those. And... Migos was putting both out, so I was good that way. Uh, yeah, I just, uh, but I look at it and I go, man, I loved all the guys in the classic Justice League, and I loved all the classic guys in the Avengers, and I dug the Fantastic Four, and, mm -hmm. you know, so, yeah. And granted, Batman is huge <laughs> for, for me. Right. Batman's a huge one for me, it, but at the same time, I mean, Superman, you know, memories of, like I said, putting that. You know, just am I flying today, mm -hmm. or am I climbing up a wall? I'm not sure. You know. Yeah. So, so what what was your first exposure to Superman? Probably the filmation, '60s filmation Superman, mm -hmm. uh, the New Adventures of Superman. Mm -hmm. I think that would because they came out in '66. Mm -hmm. 
I was roughly about two-ish. Mm-hmm. And so that's just the impression. And then there may have been some George Reeves uh, syndication going on at that time that I do slightly, I, I do re- have impressions of that, mm-hmm. but I didn't remember them as vividly as the filmation cartoons. But that could have been because, uh, you know, Saturday, you know, mm-hmm. your Saturday morning type thing. Okay, yeah, makes sense. You know, but I totally do remember that there was a Superman going on live action kind of thing and there was kind of a cartoon thing but at that time my brain was still very much like absorbing it all mm-hmm. you know batman with adam west that's that's my, that's my very first superhero exposure ever mm-hmm. impression ever mm-hmm. that i clearly know as a as a kid now would you say that um cuz to me whenever whenever people say a superhero I think Superman really is kind of the archetype. I mean, at least in terms of getting into costume here, the look of a superhero. Well, he's the definition. Mm-hmm. He, he's, you know, what's a superhero? And, you know, he's a superhero before they had a word right. for superhero. Right. And, I mean, that that to me is just right there. Is, yeah, is the archetype? Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's kind of, you know, that's the one. Mm-hmm. That's the initial one. That's the first one that really, really ingrained itself or what have you and it became the measuring stick from there on there might be bigger sales and maybe more popular characters mm-hmm. but to define a genre and to really start a genre it's there yeah i mean yeah. let's face it bob kane's approach with hey can you give us somebody like superman <laughs> <laughs> Point. so i mean yeah it was t- tights primary colors cape i mean that uh, some variant of that seems right to have, i mean you know, there's other premises of you know, from other fiction and so forth, of like you know a secret, uh, you know a dual identity, right. and those type of things. But basically, you've got powers. Go do good things mm-hmm. in a flashy costume. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I I'm I'm even in kind of a debate about the flashy costume. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure there's some other you know bits. Yeah, you know, there's probably some other um, pulp fiction or whatever that period that might go to, but probably not as bold mm-hmm. as the primary. Colors in, in full-blown cape. Yeah, no, that's a fair point. Um, I don't know, did the shadow predate? I feel like the shadow did predate. Um, and, did, and he had a cloak. But he had a cloak. You know, I'm, I'm sure we could find caped... He- well, Zorro. We can find caped heroes right. for Superman. Right, but, but certainly not with uh, blue... You know, well, mainly wearing the, the Man of Feats mm-hmm. type of circus act. The circus act, type exactly. thing, Which is pretty much what his... Turn of the century, mm-hmm. you know, you, you know, he's going to go out there wearing tights, which has the trunks on the outside. Mm-hmm. That's his basic look, almost like a circus act entertainer, mm-hmm. as it were. Right. And I think that's at least that was my impression what that initial look came from. But uh, I, we were we were talking about this earlier, and I know you you feel that the basic look, the nuts and bolts of Superman, has essentially went unchanged until fairly recently, until. Uh, what, the 90s? Well, no, I don't even think Superman's costume... As far as if you're talking about in film, mm-hmm. yes, I would say that. If you're talking about in comics, mm-hmm. he pretty much retained that look. The, mm-hmm. What I would say from, what, easily, you know, into the 2000s until we get into pretty much the new 52. Where we're going to give him the collar, we're going to get rid of the trunks, and basic structure, the, the basic design of that suit changed in the comics. Mm-hmm. In film, whether it had been the original animated Fleischer cartoons, which took a little bit of liberty in regards to like the black behind the S. Right. 
But when you get into like Kirk Allen, George Reeves, Christopher Reeve, and so forth, they're trying to emulate what's in the comic. Mm-hmm. And that basic look was used throughout. And it's not until I think you get to, like I said, maybe, uh, what, uh, Lois and Clark, where we start to see a little more embellishments. Mm-hmm. A, a little slight, even though that one reads still more classic compared to, let's say, like a uh, Superman Returns or a Man of Steel mm-hmm. style costume. I mean, would, would you say? Yeah, no, I'll, I'll give you that. It's it's, uh, But that's where, yeah, you start to see, I guess, a few changes from what you see established. But then again, I mean... To me, the major changes in Superman's look, in the if we're talking Golden and Silver Age, is styling of the S and how is the cape being worn. I mean, really, to me, that's what it comes to. And obviously, there's styles that flourishes with the artists and so forth. But, um, but like you know, you look at the earliest Superman, the Golden Age Superman, and I don't know if this is you know issues with the coloring or if this was intended. But sometimes he like doesn't have boots. And, yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, the earliest ones didn't. It wasn't mm-hmm. clear that he had boots, and then some had some things looked like his legs almost looked like they were wrapped like a Trojan yeah. uh, boot type thing. I mean, granted, there there's that, and the S on his chest, and some of the earliest earliest ones looks like he's almost wearing a yellow badge looking yeah. shield. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not the Pentagon mm-hmm. that that we associate these days. Mm-hmm. You know, with like a red S in there. I mean, there's a red S in there somewhere, mm-hmm. and usually backed by yellow mm-hmm. back then. Right. You know, doing borders around that shield or whatever wasn't necessarily there. But I really feel like a lot of that got ironed out by about the early 40s. Mm-hmm. That, okay, does the S become a little more stylized? Does the S in the inside look a little more curvy? Mm-hmm. But the idea is that it's not in a triangle. Yeah. It's it's in a pentagon. Mm-hmm. The pentagon has. Uh, I'm making gestures with my hands here. <laughs> <laughs> the pentagon has board has a red border around it, contained mm-hmm. with a red S inside. Mm-hmm. The font of that S does wildly change. Can right. wildly change. Mm-hmm. And as a little kid, the yellow. I always saw the yellow. I didn't see the S. Right. I'm talking about as a really little kid. They look like yellow fishes. goldfishes or something in there with little triangles kind of floating around. I, I didn't see the S. They always said that about the S on his chest, but it wasn't clear to me mm-hmm. that there was an S there because the yellow seemed to dominate. Yeah. My eyes went to the yellow. It didn't go to that red and the border mm-hmm. thing. Found out, oh, it's an S with a little curly cue and a little bump on the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I kind of wonder now... Because we've been watching some of those Fleischer cartoons, and they had the black behind it. Mm-hmm. I go, did they go with the black? Because it's very clearly an S. Yeah, <laughs> very true. You look at that, and you go, well, it's very clearly an S here. Yeah. You know, I'm sure the fanboys back there were writing in their forums and on their social <laughs> medias. You know, why has Superman not got a yellow behind his S? You know? right. uh, uh, if, if we had the internet, then what would that have looked like? Um, I actually wonder if, in uh, when they did the Kingdom Come variant in 96, if uh, the black was an echo to the flight. From shows. my understanding from Alex Ross, I think I did read in, in an inter- interview somewhere along the line, it was a little bit of an echo to that. Granted, Superman's coming back in a darker time and dealing with a darker mm-hmm. subject, but it was a bit of being a little bit of a fanboy to that Fleischer look. But at the same time, I, I took note that it was simplified to basically like a giant middle swoosh so you, you dropped all the little triangles and it became what I call the two black 
fishes instead of oh, the in, in the Alex Ross yeah. version. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a stylized. Mm-hmm. That's definitely a stylized thing to put your own little signature branding mm-hmm. or whatever, which is becoming more and more prevalent in costumes and media in general. It's all mm-hmm. about branding. Sure. And it's got to be. It's not even branding to a specific character. It becomes branding into. Uh, from film to film to film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, but we have a lot to chew on here with Superman. So, sure. Uh, so Superman translated to film started with the Kirk Allen serial. Yeah. In 1948. Yeah. Uh, and that, I, I've always liked that costume. It's, okay, some people, what is it? Because I have my own uh, uh, version of it that right. I've worn at Con and I've discussed it on other That's podcasts. the first time I ever saw you, you were wearing that costume. Right. And you you knew which one it was because I got so many George Reeves comments at the time, which is fair. I, I get uh, for, how people for, can confuse them. Well, for folks that haven't tuned in way way back when I've had this conversation on a podcast before, when I first met you at Comic Con back in two thousand and five, at least when I saw you in costume, I was dressed as Adam West Batman. I remember. And I'm approaching you, and I'm like looking up and down as you're walking the aisle in your Kirk Allen suit, and I'm doing the ticks. I'm going like. Okay, hey, he's kind of that S and that kind of buckle and the trunks. That's looking very kind of George Reeves. But that cape and the cuffs on his sleeves, uh, it's it's Kirk Allen. And I said, Kirk Allen Superman. And you're like, you know which one I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should have given that prizes that year um, for people who got it. Um, but uh, obviously it's, it's a wool costume. It's like wearing a Superman sweater. Yeah. Body sweater. Um, Spandex, not really big in the forties. No, not really big in the forties. Even though Kirk Allen, I know, was a dancer, and I know they had something that passed for tights back then. But they went with uh, at least that top was wool, man, and um, uh, the cape. Uh, you know, I'm going off of auction photos. I've never right. handled the thing, right? But I know that it was like this sort of. Ba- I mean, mine is patterned off of it, so right. it's, it's, it's this baby blue with this super sort of brownish maroon for the red and a cream for the yellow. Reed's filmed in black and white. Reed's great for black and white. It could have been tan and beige, for mm-hmm. all you know. You know? Right, which I think the George Reeds was. For the black and white seasons. For the black and white seasons. Um, but the, uh, so the interpretation is still pretty faithful to the day. I mean, the biggest thing for me is I, I actually like the slightly, I hate to call it the slightly funky S, but it's, you know, it's because it's modeled after the S of the 40s. Right. Um, and I like the nice, bold cape that sits right on the shoulders. Where it's really square, the, where the cape meets the shoulders mm-hmm. is nicely squared off. Yeah. They're like 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 nice little rectangles, That's you it. know. Yep. That you can visibly see from the front. Yes. That goes right across that neckline to like where his collar is. It's like right almost dead even with the collar line, right. I would say. Yep. But you can clearly see off his shoulders, if I didn't even see a cape, I can tell he's supposed to be wearing one. Right. And I like that. <laughs> and that to me is classic Superman for me. Right. Uh, my era of Superman initially is like the Kurt Swan kind of era of the Silver Age going yep. into the Bronze Age and so forth. Uh, or Superman had that look. He had that look for quite some time. Maybe mm-hmm. the length of the cape might have fluctuated a little bit. Maybe mm-hmm. the design of the S fluctuated a little bit. But the boots still had the... The, uh, the V. I, yeah, the, the cut V in the middle. Mm-hmm. I always called it an M. Mm-hmm. Because it kind of went up. Down and then up again, and you know, sure, yeah, you know, okay. but it had that it had that arc like it was going to do a Batman boot and then made a V. Mm-hmm. Now, some people would kind of go almost almost across and make the V, but I always liked how it kind of went up and made the V, yeah, made the V. So, mm-hmm. and and the fact that uh, at least in the comics, they made that little border, mm-hmm. the little border inside that either accent always looked like a little M, 
No, I get when you. I did that. Um, I, I love the fact that I finally got better reference on the Kirk Allen, and I saw they did actually do the the double line on the. Boot. They they kind of did like a stitching yeah. or you can't, an accent. You can't see it too well in the serial because of the way it's lit, but there's some really good photos that are up now that it's like a it looks almost like a um, not a stitching like a a leather piece. Oh, so like an applique. Yeah, like like they applied another mm. border to it. That, that's. And, yeah, I, I was just saying I missed it at the time, so my copy doesn't have that. I'm right. To to because I was just sitting there wondering if it. I didn't think it had that, and that's the one thing I would have thought would have been really nice on it. Yeah, you know, so even it is there. even the Fleischer ones, I think they're more rounded. Yeah, they are. They're, they're they're more rounded going yeah. into the, into the V on the top, but that's yeah. like I said, that's a cartoon. Mm-hmm. I think I think uh, Kirk wins the award for um, the tallest pair of uh, underpants or briefs. On the top of the oh castle. come on! You know, if it wasn't covering your navel, it was obscene. Yeah, yeah. But I kind of <laughs> even I, if he was wearing blue. <laughs> yes, I kind of dig it though because it, it it's part of what makes it the forties, the nineteen forty eight slash right. fifty Superman. Um, but no, I I can but I can definitely attest to having worn worn it. It's hot, very very hot. I I will say my only complaint about that costume is the giant like sweater cuffs. I'm not sure why that they went with that. Why they couldn't minimize that. You know. I remember when I first saw it. Mm. Now, when I was reading the comics, and it depended on who was doing the inking and who was doing, but they always there was there was this tendency. If you looked at some of the classic comics, they would do these little lines near his cuffs. Really, not not fine like a sweater, mm-hmm. but it was like you know, like kind of like a texture, not a texture. It was like these fine little lines. There was just like these like little detail thing that they would mm-hmm. just kind of run across either the denote that there's a costume here or something i don't know but there'd be these fine little little lines of little embellishments like how they put like a little wrinkle in front of the trunks oh sure yeah yeah they show the trunks are kind of loose or whatever Mm -hmm. that sort of detail Mm -hmm. and so there would be like these like little bits around the around the cusp and so when i saw a kirk allen one Mm -hmm. i'm like oh those are what those lines are So to me, it read like classic okay. lines along the cuff. So right. I kind of thought, yeah, he's got more of a cuff kind of thing to the end of his... Just, once again, it was probably a very short period in comics, probably when I was reading them initially, mm-hmm. but that's how I identified to the Kirk Allen suit when I saw this. That's I actually like those cuffs. Okay. I don't I don't hate them, but right. it's just, if I had to niggle the suit, that'd be the one. Thing. Right. But that's one of the things that does classically tell me it's, it's the Kirk, Kirk Allen. Allen. Yeah. But it was one of those little details that when I saw it, it read like a classic comic oh, sure. thing to me. Sure. Uh, though his suit did look a little light to me. Though it makes sense for black and white. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, and black and white, it didn't even read as being like, oh, it's probably some shade of blue. Mm-hmm. It always just looked really, really, really pale. And his cape and S always read really, really dark. Yeah, that's true. But I, I do love... Uh, I kind of like the dark red of that, how it reads on black and white, and the dark S on the cape. But sure. Something about that always yeah. better for me. Yeah, I, I think they have a neat look. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just saying is that I almost wish that the gray or what, or, okay. Your auction reference one and the one that you have is a baby blanket blue. Mm-hmm. Baby light blanket blue. Yeah. I mean, how many comments do you get about, hey, Superman, did you leave your... Yeah, the trunks in the wash, yeah, uh, or put, put in too much bleach, yeah. Yeah, put in too much bleach. Hey, washed out Superman, you know. Yeah, not not luckily not the last time I wore it. The last time I wore it, the the most people most people were just like, okay, cool. But the one weird comment I got was, it's like you're wearing Superman pajamas. 
I'm like, <laughs> yep, thanks, lady. Yep. Yeah. But that's but if I looked at the Kirk Allen one, I just kind of go, I just wish it went for more of a neutral, uh, a, a tone, just a slight tone darker on that. Just so like when I looked at it, I just go, oh, yeah, he's wearing another color there, you know. All right. All right. So I would have read a little grayer on sure. black and white. Just sure. a little grayer. But, uh, you know, it's it's still, I mean, for its day, a, a, a solid interpretation. I think it's, it's probably one of my all-time favorite Superman outfits in film. Mm-hmm. It It's probably number two mm-hmm. for me, I think. So then when we get to the early black and white George Reeves costume, which is very similar in many mm-hmm. ways, but we lose the giant cuffs... Um, we lose something greater than just the giant cuffs. Well, I mean, the, the S goes through a slight change, but it still looks like a pretty good S. Oh, yeah. Uh, trunks are maybe not quite as tall, but still pretty tall. Right. Um, the boots still, I think, are suede. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Um, Possibly. And uh, But then, of course, we get to the all-important cape that I don't like. Oh, boy. Yeah, and that stayed yeah. the same for his whole run, even the color version of that oh, suit. Oh, man. Yeah. Even the suit did some slight little changes in, in the color d- version. during the color version, but man, that cape. Yeah. What, okay, I'll go through this question. Uh-huh. Superman. Yeah. When people possibly think Superman or whatever, what do you think are the most defining things about his look classically? If you were just to say, oh, that's a picture of Superman... What's he got to have? Well, beyond the color, we're just talking like the just color. If we, even if we didn't have the color, let's say we were even just doing a drawing, black and white drawing or whatever, what's he got to have? He's got to have a big S on his chest. He's got to have he's got to have boots. He's got to have a cape. More importantly, he's got to have that S and he's got to have that cape. Yeah. The cape is so defining. Mm-hmm. The cape is, I mean, Superman without a cape, well, that's just not right. Yeah. But... Um, that I'm getting at is if you got George Reeves and you're doing Superman, yeah, I know you got to get that cape it's right. A, it's a very non-prominent cape. You almost forget he has a cape until he turns around. Yeah, well, you get these two little. I mean, they're like almost not even an inch wide, mm-hmm. little dots on the very top of his shoulders. Yeah, they don't even like come up and around to like they're, they're like little nope. dots on his shoulders. It looks like someone stuck two big thumbtacks up there or something like yeah. that. And you just see these two little dots on his shoulder for when he's on the show for five minutes or whatever it is, because it's pretty much Clark Kent most of the time. Yeah, I know. And it turns into these two little, what are almost like straps that go down. The back. The back. And How far down does that little swoop? I mean, it's not even up to the back of his neck. The, the cape doesn't even connect to the back of his neck. It swoops all. down to the middle of his back. Yeah, it's it's it depends. I've seen it. I swear there's an episode it seems to be hitting him right down to the belt line. <laughs> or and, just feel like it's just yeah. I mean that S is almost damn near at his waist. Yeah, on the back of the cape. Oh yeah, that's the other. I, I hated I as a kid when I'd see reruns of that show, and I, how exciting is it to watch old Superman and I'd see that and I, I it bugged me then and I must have been like eight. Now I'm <laughs> gonna preference this that I love George Reeves. I think he's a good Superman. Yeah, he's a good actor. Yeah, I love George Reeves as Superman. Clark I, his Clark Kent's probably one of my all time favorite. Clark Kent's, mm-hmm. as far as in portrayal, mm-hmm. where I'm like going, yeah, Clark, yeah, you know that, that's that's the Clark, that, that's mm-hmm. the Clark I imprint on, mm-hmm. and and his Superman, hey, smiling, shake your hand, Superman, okay, I'm good with that, mm-hmm. but that cape, that cape hurts, 
that cape kills me. Yeah. <laughs> it kills me just in regards to like, yeah, I, even as a kid. And, and I mean, I had my niggle back then because I was just young enough not to understand that Superman didn't always have an S on the back of his cape. Mm-hmm. That would kind of come and go depending on who was drawing him. So the S that I thought was supposed to be back there should be all yellow. Yeah. Yeah, same. And so for his has to be exactly like it was on the front. Yeah, that doesn't seem right to me. Of course, Kirk Allen was, you know. Same way. Was yeah. the same way. Uh, like I said, I didn't register being younger. Mm-hmm. But this day, my main complaint is, yeah, uh, that S really kind of needs to be a lot higher up on your back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what happens to the rest of the cape is it doesn't flow outward. No. Nope. It just goes straight down like a drape. Yep. 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 Which, now, when you think about it, in costume design or whatever, what's just really cool is, like, going back to the Kirk Allen, being nice and broad across, you know, taking a good portion, coming up up and around that shoulder, mm-hmm. the cape has this hang. It's got this body behind it to where you're going to see more of that cape right behind him. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's just going to, you know, fan out a bit. Right, yeah. But by just hanging it, down the back. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 uh, it, it's like yeah, you draped a uh, a really thin curtain or towel behind you, you know. It doesn't it doesn't have the right It's the shower curtain. Yeah. <laughs> it's really the shower curtain on it's, his back. It's it's it, he, he wins the award for least impressive cape, I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, you could have niggles about other capes or whatever, which we can get into the fruit roll up or whatever. Yeah, but but that it doesn't but it, as far as that cape not Helping the silhouette of Superman. I'm I'm just, I'm trying to figure. I would love to talk to the costume designer. I know that's probably not, <laughs> yeah, not going to happen. But I would love to know what the thought was behind that. Like I was I was even trying to think. Is, does it help him to get it on because it's got such a wide neck? It can just easily flop over his head. Is that it? And I thought well, that doesn't make sense because I have a Kirk Allen and it's attached to the tunic. Right. And it doesn't have that. But I have no problem getting it on. So that can't be it. So I'm like. Is it easier to remove and wash? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. They thought it would... I really don't know. I mean, it wasn't it, detachable, to my knowledge. Yeah. It was, it was part of that. I mean, I, I think it was I've never seen a pair of tights where the cape wasn't right. part of it. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, the fact that that neck hangs so low and places the S also equally lower mm-hmm. just throws the whole... I mean, it's it just... it's It throws me off. Yeah. And it bugs you as a kid, and it bugs you now, and I'm right there with you. Yeah. I mean, we had a friend, I, I remember, we were, I'm not even going to mention the person by name, which is totally fine, but we were having dinner af- after a convention somewhere. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting on one end of the table, because we had a pretty good group of us all hanging and talking about, hey, what fun time we had. And you were like over on the other end of the mm-hmm. table, and I was on this end, I was talking to my buddy. And we were talking about Superman, and he goes, yeah, you know, I, I really want, he's an artist. And he was going, I really want to do this drawing of Superman sometime. I want to do the George Reeves one, because, you know, I really dug that cape. I don't understand that. And I said, really? I said, hey, Bob. Yeah. Now, hey, you tell Bob what you just told me about the cape. Because I wasn't in agreement, but it was... And he just looked like a deer in the headlights. <laughs> yeah. What do I do? What? 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 You just you just wanted to see my reaction. No, because I just was like, he's the first person I ever ran into. That's true. I don't. That was the first one I ever ran into who liked the cape. Who liked that cape? Yeah, I don't get it. Not that I go around asking people, "Hey, are you in the George Reeves got a crappy cape club?" <laughs> okay, all right. But here's a question: I know notoriously you hate the Spy Smasher cape from the serial. Does the Spy Smasher cape? <laughs> 
Does the Spy Smasher cape uh, go below or above the George Reeves cape? Wow. Okay. Well, considering Spy Smasher has so many representations <laughs> of him in film, as far as just a basic cape mm-hmm. in general, yeah, just in construction mm-hmm. and crap ability <laughs> of just being lame, uh-huh. Spy Smasher. Okay. okay. All right. Just in general of like. You're a hero. You're wearing a cape. What is that piece of crap, floppy, no nothing? <laughs> it's just it was. Right. It, it just got in the way. It flipped over. It was functionally horrendous. Okay. Now, having said that, taking on an iconic character with a cape, where we have seen it, seen it done well. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I take it back. If George Reeves was like the only Superman to ever be on film, mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. And that's all you got? Yeah. And that's the cape you get? <laughs> I'd still be like, damn, are you even trying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. I would still be kind of like, that's so, I like they do with the cape. Yeah, yeah. And that's, is it a nitpick? Well, it's just for the cape to be so awesome in yeah. comics yeah. and to see them being able to achieve that in so many other times they've done the costume. Yeah. To see one of the longest-running versions of Superman in live action, actually the longest-running version of Superman in live action, I would probably say. Superman, then yes. Yes, yeah, Superman. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of saw where you were going with that, but yes, Superman. Uh, then I would say, yeah, um, I so wish they had just gotten worked that bit out. Mm-hmm. But while we're on George... <laughs> The shift from the black and white to the color. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's weird. As a kid, I preferred the color because I liked the color. I liked the color pop of that costume. But as I've gotten older, I have maybe because I got into the Kirk Allen costume, I have a much greater appreciation of the black and white costume over the color. Um, because a, we still have the crap cape. B. Um, although we have the color, uh, I don't care for how the S looks on that versus the older one. The older one is, is like a rounder S, and the color, it's a little more straight edge, a little more of a real... I think the biggest difference for me mm-hmm. is that the difference between the black and white Superman outfit and the color one for the Reeves period is that in the black and white, the S dominates. Because mm-hmm. once again, it's darker yeah. than the gray that it's on. yeah. yeah. And even that gray on that Kirk Allen, I think, reads... I mean, sorry, the gray on that George, I think, reads a little better to me than the Kirk Allen one. Right, it's more of a cream. It's got a little bit more cream, but it it Mm -hmm. just kind of still feels like it's in in another zone. Sure. Not not as washed out to me. But the S clearly dominates. When you look at that suit, you go, that's the S, and the S reads darker than the thing it's on. When you get to the color... The blue is really dark. That's true. It is a really dark blue to where the red and the S feels like it's lighter. Mm-hmm. And the yellow starts to kind of get lost in this. It's a contrast thing. Mm-hmm. So it ends up being that, okay, yeah, the reds look bright, but that dark blue just seems to dominate more. Mm-hmm. That if they went with a lighter blue, and I'm not mm-hmm. talking about just like comic book blue. Even even the George Reeves one is darker than classic comic blue. Blue. Mm-hmm. If they just backed it off a bit shade wise, I think that S would dominate again, and I mm-hmm. think that's one of the things that might be throwing you off. Because to me, my eye once again kind of goes towards, wow, that blue is just so dark. The red looks really bright, and with that bright yellow, 
I think loses its its pop. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. Um, that and something about the color suit, or maybe the way it's filmed, uh, probably a combination of the two. Um, it seems even more apparent the wool costume he's wearing. I don't. Yeah, you're catching more of that kind of texture. Yeah, it looks. It. it reads even more like a Superman sweater than a Superman costume. Uh, yeah, I well, I always to me. Yeah, it, it it's an odd one because like I've seen some auctioned uh, Superman suits, which I'm surprised there's is from my understanding there was some counterfeiting going on back yeah, there. So I yeah. am in debate which ones I saw that might have been real or not real. But I saw ones that had a little bit more of what I thought was supposed to be the comic book coloring of that blue, mm-hmm. and that always trying to go well age fade or whatever. But those were actually looking better to me than what I was seeing on film. Yeah, right. I know. So that, you know, I don't know if that played into it or the process or whatever or Technicolor well, or what have you. It's it's easier to bring this up now than, than to put it in, a, in the proper chronology, which is the recreation of those suits in Hollywoodland, uh, the George Reeves biopic um, with uh, Ben Affleck. Right. I thought um, they did a fine job recreating the black, the black and white, and white suit. one. Yes. That looked great. Yeah. The color one bugged me because it looked too good. Bingo. I'm kind of like, if George wore this one, (laughs) we would be talking, the the S read better. Yes. The color wasn't quite as dark, and it was clearly a smoother kind of a Mm spandexy material that they made that color one out of. And I went, all right, I get it. It's a recreation. And at least, and they didn't have the dopey cut of the cape. But I was just looking at it going, but guys, if you did this well with the black and white version... I not do it with the color version. It's weird. It's like I'm not in love as in, in love with the color version, but there's this part of me going. But if you're gonna do it, it's it's a hard call. It's yeah. a hard call. I wasn't in the boardroom when that happened. Obviously, I know. You know, yeah. and I'm just kind of wondering. I mean, I could just see the scenario, and I'm probably totally wrong. I know I'm wrong, mm-hmm. but it's like because usually you get a costume designer, mm-hmm. you know, coordinating the thing. But it's like you know, did they give like one to Phil? You know, like hey, you know, Phil over in the sewing machine. You know, mm-hmm. hey, Phil wardrobe, you get the black and white one. Oh, Bobby, you want to do the the color one? You've always wanted to do the color one? Okay, Bobby, you, you do the color one. Mm-hmm. And Phil's like, okay, I did research. I went and I looked. I looked at auction yeah. pieces. And Phil's like all into that one and recreate. And Bobby's like, this is how I remember it. And he remembered Christopher Reeve or something. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they just thought, I, I never did like that. Yeah, let's make it better. We'll make it the one we always or, wanted. Or we better. already have a color one. It's in a wardrobe department somewhere from some appearance. And... Yeah. You know, and you know, we already got one. We picked it up at Western Costumes, but we need to make a black and white one. Maybe. How scary is that? As that a would be scary. That would be a possibility. My other thought, and I, I, I'm actually tempted to do research on this, but uh, my other thought would be that maybe because it also had to be in the scene where he's like he's uh, barbecuing it. Remember, he he's, he's oh. cooking it. Maybe because of that, they thought, well, let's get more of a disposable version that we can do that with. And for continuity's sake, we'll keep it that way as opposed to, I don't know, I'm trying to totally speculate, but... Yeah, that's, wow. How accurate was that barbecue one? No, I mean, <laughs> the barbecue one, though, was that on. That was when it looked right. Oh, if only I had the barbecue version. I, I, just, got my, I, I just got my latest cops play. I'm going to go as George Reeves with a barbecue <laughs> suit in it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's on the grill today you know? on the grill today, man oh how many fans we get that today uh, no i wouldn't do that but, still. Um, but yeah no i mean but i mean my thought too i was talking to kevin about this recently about you know we just saw superman two and three on in the big screen recently right and he was saying he gave me this look like 
it's it's like an accepted thing, right, that Christopher Reeve was the best Superman. And I said, well, most people would say that. You and I will certainly say that because we're the right generation. But I believe there is a generation that will always say George Reeves was that's, the guy. That's, a, that's an ongoing thing. I can easily sit there and tell you that when the initial films were coming out, mm-hmm. no. No mm-hmm. one was having that conversation. There's people who liked Christopher Reeve mm-hmm. and, or liked the film. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of people who was like, you know, you know, George Reeves the guy. Mm-hmm. You know, George Reeves the guy. George Reeves always be George Reeves. And I think there was even a period by the time, you know, Christopher Reeves like on, you know, Superman 4. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's some chinks in the armor where they're just kind of going like, oh, yeah, there's no replacing the classic or whatever. Mm-hmm. You fast forward to now, and we're just going like, oh, hell yeah, Christopher Reeve rocked. <laughs> you know, and that's not to ever take away from Chris. I didn't dig his Clark Kent, mm-hmm. personally. Mm-hmm. That that was just my own vibe. I didn't really like his version of Clark Kent. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, it was still a different take, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I still was fixating on what? The George Reeve take on Clark Kent. Mm-hmm. But Superman, I think once you're in there and you're doing the good deed and you're, you know, oh, I thought Chris rocked it, mm-hmm. you know. Absolutely. But, yeah, I clearly, as far as suits, mm-hmm. do we move to this one now? Uh, just double-checking mentally. I mean, I know technically there was the Broadway version, and they did a TV version of that, and, uh, yeah, we don't we don't need to heavily cover that. Um, and, and the film- Well, there was the skiing at SeaWorld version, too. But- <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on. When I was a kid in the 70s, and I was hungry for some live-action <laughs> Superman. You took what you could get. <laughs> It's the Justice League, and they're skiing. <laughs> we, we should be very thankful that they didn't include him on the, uh, what was it, the superhero roast they did in the 70s? Oh. Yeah, I know. Boy, some of those costumes are pretty... Oh. Yikes. Oh. Even uh, Adam West wasn't faring well for that no, one. No, sadly no. Um, yeah. Um, wow. Okay. Sorry, we got to get that image. <laughs> yeah. Gargle. <laughs> we got <laughs> but yeah, in terms of your next major stepping stone, you're talking the Chris Reeve movies. Uh, and I, I don't know. It's so funny. Um, I love this costume to death. I, most people I know like this costume. But the thing is, is that uh, I was just talking to a buddy of mine. And I don't know, a, a photo was up of Chris Reeve. This is a little while ago. And he goes, you know, as much as I love this suit and Chris Reeve, uh, I'm always flabbergasted for a big budget movie like this that they... To him, he sees the flaws in the S, that the S wasn't a dead-on interpretation of the comic. Uh, you know, the classic S, you get in all the t-shirts now. Well, yeah, that's a, well. those are silk-screened. Mm-hmm. And this was... How do you describe it? It wasn't slapped on the top. Yeah. It was done like in a quilting-type fashion, that the yellow, yellow is contained within the red, and the red is contained within the blue. Right. That's a bitch. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's a stitching yeah. bitch. I mean, yeah. Kirk didn't do that. Mm-hmm. George didn't do that. No, they were patches. But to do a this this suit is going to stretch when he stretches. It's going to yep. give when he gives. Mm-hmm. It's not going to buckle. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, that suit is a lot tighter mm-hmm. in form fitting than what George wore. Mm-hmm. What's the you know it's a thinner you know type of material mm-hmm. certainly than than what Kirk wore. Right. And so, to make that thing be able to have the give and the take and not to buckle and, and yeah. so forth, like what you would see in, in a Dean Cain one as we get into that, mm-hmm. you know, it had to be kind of like constructed like that. So for it to kind of warp and move because it's being worn by a human, yeah. <laughs> that I can kind of, I can get that. Mm-hmm. I still, for them to be able to do that and not have it be a silk screen thing that I think just would not have read as... Vibrant. 
I just don't, yeah, I don't think it would have had that pop. I don't think it would have, I don't think it would have hit me as being, you know, back then I didn't realize that's how they made it. Yeah, neither did I. No, Blu-ray, come on, Blu-ray's going to show you that stuff where if you look at the right photos. But back then I didn't realize that's how they made it. But the fact that it just formed with his body like that and it didn't, you know, it didn't look painted on to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now I, I, now I see the brilliance Mm -hmm. in that. And on another little detail, I liked uh, the Kirk Allen and George Reeves buckles. Mm-hmm. The nice little round metallic... Silver buckle. Silver buckle. Mm-hmm. That, I like that shape. I always thought it looked really cool. Mm-hmm. But Chris was the first one that gave me the buckle I was seeing in the comic books. That's true. Yeah. It's yellow with that little rim. Yeah. Yellow with the rim. Yellow with the rim. And I'm just like looking at it going like, this looks like a comic book, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I. To me, that's still that's still the high watermark costume. It's it's partly yes, the buckle, the brilliance of that ass, the cape looks proper. It's and it, the color combo, the color, the perfect shades of those colors. It just pops. The yellow yep. S on the back of the cape. Yep. Uh, uh, and I was I was in judgment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know all of like. Uh, you know, in my late uh, or my mid-teens or whatever, mm-hmm. I was still in judgment until he turned around. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's all fine. Good standing there with your, you know. <laughs> Full score is not given until you see the back of the cave. <laughs> um, I wasn't even a cosplayer back then. I was just picky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what I also loved about that costume? You see it when he stops the burglar on the roof and you see yeah. it from the way. The red of the boots are is all around. You see red on the soles yep. of the boots. Yep, yep. I love that as a kid. Yes. Yep. I, I love that so much that it wasn't like some black sole or something. Right, because even in the comics, you would get like a lot of like black inking to show that there's a shadow and there'd be yeah. a highlight of red. Yeah. You know, the only thing Chris Reeve didn't have, in my opinion, was blue highlights in his hair. There you go. <laughs> blue was... highlights in his hair. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, Superman classic blue hair, you mm-hmm. know, in the comics, but nah, I'm not. I'm just being silly. <laughs> no, it's it's that's the, I mean even in in the sequels that costume is the main attraction for me. It's like even when I'm suffering through a, a sitting of Superman four doesn't happen that often, but it happens. Uh, I'm mostly just fixing it on that suit like to get me through the the harsh <laughs> the harsh times. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, go- gorgeous suit, gorgeous suit. Um, I I have no real complaints about that suit. I you know that's I mean. I'm going to probably do my, you know, um, you know, fan woes a little bit later in this podcast or sooner. Mm-hmm. That the fact is, you hit a mark. Yeah. You hit a mark so dead on. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I had to look at, and people can write in, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But if I really had to go with a comic book, Come to life costume mm-hmm. for a cl- iconic, iconic top five superheroes or top ten superheroes that have ever been out. Mm-hmm. Nailing it in the film. Top marks go to the Christopher Reeve Superman outfit. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, I love Adam West. I love Adam West Obviously, Batman. Yeah. Uh, I love that suit. I wear that suit. Yes. 
And that's probably, for me, the closest they ever got to being a comic book version of Batman. Though I was reversal. I wanted the comic books to look like that suit. Sure. <laughs> okay, so there's a little bit of a give and take. Mm-hmm. But you take a theatrical, or just you take somebody like Superman, and we're going to make a Superman, we're going to make a suit, we're going to pop it on the film. I look at that and I go, you guys nailed it. You nailed it on every account here. Mm-hmm. Why the hell can't we do that with anything again. else, either again or with anybody else? Yeah. I'm really hard-pressed to go, have I gotten a Captain America that sings like that, mm-hmm. you know? Like I said, we get close with the USO show, you know. Mm-hmm. I can't include the rubber suit with the rubber ears. Okay, yeah. That right. never got re- officially released in the yeah. theaters, mm-hmm. uh, you, you know. Except they had the basic idea. Yeah. In there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to hit the mark with that thing so solid, I'm going like, Thor, no, we didn't do that. Iron Man, no, we didn't do that. As cool as those outfits can be in, mm-hmm. in the films or what have you, uh, Spider-Man, what, the closest we've got, in my opinion, is, uh, mm, well... <laughs> I mean, I want to say Nick Cannon, but I can't say Nick Cannon. It's 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 really close. I mean, Electric Company Spider Man is like it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. which could translate into Japanese Spider Man from the seventies, as far as like, yeah, that's the suit. <laughs> you know? Maybe construction, maybe a little construction. Yeah, construction might be a little hiddly piddly, you know, with you know using sure. sharpies to draw in the web. But I think that's what Peter Parker would have done. <laughs> yeah, that, that's it, it, he didn't have anybody print those out for him. They didn't have any at Joanne's. Yeah. Busting out the Sharpie. <laughs> yeah, no, that's God. No, I, I love me that Chris Reeves suit. Even though, and and I, I didn't pick up on it till later that the slight difference in the S emblem as a kid was, well, it's an S emblem. Superman is great. Uh, as I got older, I saw the subtle difference of that S. And to you, what would that be? Because honestly, I probably wouldn't notice unless you put them side by side. It has to do with okay. When I think of the classic Superman S, it's it's what's usually in the marketing or it's what it's what's on your the typical T shirt you get in Hollywood Boulevard, right? And what I see is, one, that T-shirt usually has a big, thick black outline between the S, the yellow, Which I don't think should ever be there. Yeah. Uh, So the Chris Reeve doesn't have that, number one. Right. Which is great. Number two, and I'm not saying Kirk and George had that either. I'm just saying that. Number two, it has to do with the the slant of of the top, whatever, curly Q before it goes into the S, and the shape of the dollop. On the end of the S is different. Okay, it's, okay. So we're talking about the little bump on the end of the yeah. S on the tail. Yeah, and then you've got the 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 little check mark top. Yeah, the, exiting the top of That's how the it. S begins. Yeah, to as it goes down to the very end. Yeah, is my understanding of that. Yeah. So that very first scoop of the top of the S is a bit different. Yeah, and the the tall tail sign for me of a, of a Reeve S is the is that bump at the end, and how is that bump shaped? Okay, so now that bump, how would you define that bump? Is it a bigger bump? Is it an oblong bump, okay. or is it a rounder bump? The comic bump is not quite as prominent. Got it? I if you take this out of context, this sounds so wrong. But the comic love my super bumps, <laughs> super bumps. <laughs> okay, uh, the comic book bump to me is more symmetrical and it is not as prominent. Okay. Reeve, it's a little more prominent. It's a little it's more a little, exaggerated. Little, yeah, a little more exaggerated. Got it's it. a little less symmetrical. It's a little, okay. it's a little funkier. It's not. Well, the black outlines, I don't think they should be there in live action. Mm-hmm. 
because I always feel like the black... As a matter of fact, I don't like black outlines on my t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Unless Superman's wearing it. Meaning I got a picture of Superman and he's got black... You know, it's because that's the comic book. The comic yeah. book gets drawn and they fill yeah. it in. Yeah. So I'm wearing a comic book S on my shirt. Mm-hmm. And it's got black outlines on it. But if I want to be Superman yeah. when I'm wearing my t-shirt... Yeah. And I want to feel like I'm Superman when I'm wearing my t-shirt... I don't want any outlines on it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I have a memory of, we talked about the Ben Cooper costumes. I had the plastic one as a kid, and I remember that that S had the outlines, but they weren't black, they were yellow, which I always thought right. was weird. Yeah. But I didn't, I lived with it, but I didn't like it. He also had a belt that almost looked more like a utility belt, it had like little ridges in there. Yeah. It was they, funky. It was, Did yeah. he have an S on that belt buckle as well? There's a version. I, I, I think have, there's a version where they had version, it. In, but I didn't have that yeah. version. So I got another version when I was about... 12 that was made of cloth it was a slightly higher end superman mm-hmm. and i remember um that s while it was like a uh, i don't know some kind of applique or something okay but that s was a perfectly correct comic book s no lines oh spoils and man. i remember just li- i i would just wear it in my bedroom just to, B- because just because i'd be like look at this look there you go. yeah there you go i'm gonna lift a pillow and pretend it's a car yeah <laughs> you know that was uh, that would be just silly i know yeah no. <laughs> that, was, that to me was the big yeah, it's thrill a, it's, yeah. the, it's the pleasure of being a kid you know it but was. man i i would be right there i mean as a kid i I had a different childhood in regards mm-hmm. that I never had a Superman costume ever. But you had the Batman play costume, right? I had a Batman play costume. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, growing up, even to this day, mm-hmm. it surprises me. I have never had a Superman costume. That is a little Let alone, I didn't have a Superman t-shirt as a kid. Because I, honestly, I don't... Well, underoos weren't invented yet. Right. <laughs> okay? And and so, yeah, I, I never had a Superman t-shirt. Mm-hmm. The very first Superman emblem, you know, t-shirt I ever got... Well, you got me for my 50th birthday. No. The Christopher Reeve one. No. Now, Wally did make these long sleeve yes. kind of things with some yes. emblems. Yes. Which was very, very, very cool. Mm-hmm. But that Christopher Reeve t-shirt, man, yep. that you got me, was literally the very first Superman t-shirt I ever had that was just, here it is with an, you know, the Christopher, dude, it hit me right here in the feels when I got that. Well. I had to wait till I was 50 to get one. But, so, but yeah, it's wow. one of those things that hit me. I go like, dude, as, as much as you've cosplayed and done costumes through the years, and as much as I do love Superman mm-hmm. and love that Superman costume... I have never had a Superman costume, even as a kid. I had my I had my um, red towel. Yeah. If there was a red towel in the house, we knew what that was going to be used for. Yeah. <laughs> for yep. putting around my neck. Yep. <laughs> you know, and you couldn't put a blue towel. <laughs> no, no. For me, it couldn't be a blue towel because then I'm just doing Batman. Right. <laughs> you know? Got a red towel. Yeah, but I, yeah, I never had a Superman suit. Just yeah. a revelation. Just a revelation. You, yeah. know, you go. You think you know. So I had a sp- I had a Spider Man play suit. See after I'm, the Batman. There. I I had one Spider Man suit when I was a little older. I was like fourteen. It was decent, but it wasn't. It wasn't a Cannon. So I, right. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Like I said, it, I had a Spider Man play suit that you used to get through like Sears. They were like a notch up from the Ben Cooper yeah. stuff as far as a little more sturdier. Right. Uh, I can't say the details were much better, mm. uh, but you know. 
I like I said it, but it takes me back that yeah, those those costumes. I mean, they actually had tops and bottoms as opposed to getting into one suit. Yeah, yeah, and that wasn't the jumpsuit. And I think it's so funny how they, I had the plastic jumpsuits, I had that cloth jumpsuit later, and then I had my constantly shifting sort of uh, underoos meets whatever I could cobble it together right. out of suit that became right. my favorite because if it the was, trunks were good the trunks were good yeah. if the cape was good the cape or or the, the shirt was good yeah you know it, yeah it was a long underwear version with for the shirt and I mean I've, I've gone through it but I'm like ring gloss boots but that was my optimal Superman suit because it was as close as I could get to the comic even that suit I got when I was 12 which had the great S mm-hmm. blue is a little dark yeah, <laughs> but I was willing to live with it exactly. And for some reason, no belt, no belt came with it, and there was no sewn-in belt. So I had to like find a yellow belt to put with it, and it was never. And, and there was not like yellow elastic right. or anything like that. Yeah, which would have made total complete sense that they yeah. did like at least some yellow elastic or whatever to Something. give it that, that line. Yeah, yeah. I re- I remember when I went to buy it, the cover. You know, there's a photo of the person in the costume on it. I remember looking, and it was this horrible. Like, somebody drew the Fleischer S from memory, you know, <laughs> kind of S. But, 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 but it was yellow. It wasn't black. But it was that shape. And I was like, oh, I don't know. But I really wanted a Superman. And I said, Dad, will they let me look at it? And they said, yeah, sure, you can look at it. So I remember making them take it out of the bag so I could see the S and see it was a good S. How old were I you? I was 12. And the standards have never dropped. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then I was like, that's acceptable. I will buy that Superman. Or my dad can buy that for me. You know? Right. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, though, and that's why, um, uh, what is it? As of two years ago, I'm thrilled that I finally do own a high quality Chris Reeve costume. Yeah, which I have still yet to ever put on. Well. Someday, not right now. Yeah, uh, I, I, I I gotta get into my crime fighting physique. Yeah, you know? Kevin, it's funny, Kevin's wearing that costume more than I have. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm, I'm. And I have to say, it's an amazing costume. It, I, yeah. I, some days it makes me weep. It's, <laughs> it's just like I, it's I just beautiful. need to upgrade the boots a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Man, uh, no, when you first got that thing, I looked at it. I mean, that Chris Reed once again. I just when you hit a mark like that, mm-hmm. I, it just sinks. Mm-hmm. It literally just sinks, and you know the heavens open, the, the sun rises. It's like oh, yeah. And my my favorite part of that costume, and I I I guess it's pretty. I mean, look, I've done my research, but I haven't handled the real one. Right. But as I understand it, that cape is pretty close to at least his walking cape. And that cape was way heavier than I thought it was ever going to be. But it has that wonderful flow. This is something I learned drape. in uh, Batman mm-hmm. when I was first trying to get together my uh, Adam West suit. I didn't realize at the time like they had different capes mm-hmm. you know, for the wall climbing that they would do mm-hmm. or... He's just walking around, or he's got the hero cape when he's in Commissioner Gordon's yeah. office, and it's got to look really, really nice. So they right. had they had different weights and stuff. But I always had this impression, like you have a cape, you want to make it nice and flowing, it'd be like this light material, like mm-hmm. freaking spice masher. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and wonder why all my caves look yeah. like crap. You know, not not my Batman caves when I got serious about it. But all my, I always thought they had to be like these, this light kind of material, yeah. and so, mm-hmm. so the wind could catch it. And a lady who's a seamstress uh, that was uh, putting together my cape. Was like, well, what are drapes and sails made out of? And you're like, oh, they're pretty heavy. Yes, they billow. Mm. The the wind catches them, and and they have form. They don't flop around in the breeze. Mm-hmm. They don't get twisted and mm-hmm. and and lifeless. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not like a silk scarf. Mm-hmm. So, 
it's one of those things that, it, or the tails of a kite. No, they're the, the, they got a billow. They, they catch the air and they have form. So a heavier material. Mm -hmm. And my initial Batman cape, for example, was about, I would refer to them as a medium weight kind of thing. Mm -hmm. My next one, I went with that Zeus material, which had yeah. that flannel lining. Mm -hmm. And I remember other friends of mine, like Wally, who had a Batman cape, he held it. He goes, dude, this cape's heavy. But as soon as I put it on and I'd walk around, he goes, oh man, that cape just, you know, suddenly yeah. my cape became alive. And that's the cape I wear to this day. Mm -hmm. uh, it'd be very hard for me to find because they don't make that Zeus material yeah. anymore. Mm -hmm. But to find something that's got that kind of weight and feel to it mm -hmm. uh, that always catches. Thus, that's why I use that kind of Zeus material for my Zorro. Right. Because yeah. Zorro had an uh, Guy William Zorro, 1950s. You know, had an had awesome, awesome cape. cape. Mm -hmm. And... And that, and they just flow. So yeah, when I would have capes, they would have to have that kind of weight. So when you're telling me that thing had weight, you go, well, hell yeah, mm. because that's that's if you want an awesome cape, you're gonna have to get a heavier material. Mm -hmm. And I'm not talking about reinforcing it with like um, interfacing or batting, because yeah. I think that's gonna stiffen the material. You just really need to find something that's got a good heft and flow to it, mm -hmm. and body. I think that's mm -hmm. the key word. You need to have a material that's got a good body. And satins and so forth aren't necessarily going to go that route with you easily. Mm -hmm. So that's why I like something with like that flannel uh, lining or the, right. it, those type of things. Mm -hmm. Like I so said, they just lent themselves a bit better, you know. But yeah, a good body mm -hmm. to that fabric really makes that makes this cape sing. But yeah, you have more heft. Uh, your Tom Tyler cape. I mean, it's not a long cape. No. But it's got great body to it. Yeah, no, it's well. A, it's double sided. It's not just one layer of the fabric, and two, it's it's got a de it was a decent rayon with heft. So exactly, yeah. that's what I'm just saying. And they drape better. Mm -hmm. I don't think George Reeves had <laughs> that kind of. No, sadly, no. <laughs> I don't think George Reeves had that. No, I wish, but he didn't. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So like you said, that 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 Christopher Reeve cape. That's uh, yeah. And, I mean, kind of genius the way they, they devised to have the straps go under the arms. Up and the under cape. the arms yeah. to hold it. Because if you're having that much body, mm -hmm. it, with Superman it gets tricky. Even with Batman, it's a little tricky if I want if get into this bit with talking about capes. Mm -hmm. They have that kind of weight on a cape. Well, one, you start, I start wondering, it's like, well, Super, uh, George just hangs off the back. Yeah. Because it probably... If they probably put it up in the front without much reinforcement, it probably would just pull, pull his back. top to his collar. That's yeah. the first thing that's going to happen. You hang something off the back with any weight or whatever, your collar is going to pull right up against your neck. Mm -hmm. It has nowhere to go. With Chris, they put no stress on the collar or the costume itself. Right. So they come up, drape it through, go up under the arms and tie it around, and you're back. Yep. And the cape hangs off that so you're supporting the cape yeah and the cape's not pulling on your collar no nope. it's not pulling against your throat mm -hmm. for my batman cape the adam west one mm -hmm. they engine they didn't do this in the first episode and you can see the results they didn't put snaps mm -hmm. on his cape so you see it flopping this way where it would almost turn into a bib or it'd be yeah. halfway on his arm and it would kind of flop this way it would flop over his shoulders mm -hmm. they had a they had a great material but they didn't have control of it mm -hmm. And it would tend to pull a little bit more on his throat. Mm -hmm. Puts pressure on your throat. So by putting snaps on the shoulders, on the very back of the cowl, mm -hmm. and even a little bit on the lower back, I'm making hand gestures again. Yeah. Those eased holding the cape into place to his body, mm -hmm. as opposed to all the support being where the clasp meets yeah. his throat. Yeah. 
So it spreads it out across that we got secured up on the shoulders. We got a little bit of where the back snaps kind of ease the weight that's going up on the shoulders. They're giving additional support midway through the cape. Mm -hmm. And then you've got the cape attaching to the back of the cowl. So it's just so the neckline isn't being pulled and also keeps the cowl from having the excess material pop out the back of the cape. Mm -hmm. But it takes the weight off the throat and so forth. So yeah, when my snaps aren't in place, the first thing that thing does, it pulls right on my throat. Um, this, this reminds me of another troublesome area I had as a kid with my Superman costumes, which was, uh, I had a Velcro cape and I, but of course a lot of them were the traditional, you just tie it in a around your neck, around your neck. And even those little lightweight capes would pull a little, especially if I snagged it on a door or something. That's going to get you. And I hated that, but I also hated the fact I'd have this giant bow knot. Yeah. And I was always trying to tuck it, tuck it in, in the shirt to... so it looked more like, and I, it would work for about whatever, a minute. And it would look great, and then it would always pop out. You and know I what's would... funny? Mm -hmm. I never, like I said, I never owned a costume, mm -hmm. but I hated that when mm -hmm. I would see it advertised or whatever. Yeah. And as a kid, I'm not kidding, I thought, well, maybe you could take the ends and safety pin them on the inside, uh -huh. on like the shoulder. Mm -hmm. I actually was trying to engineer yeah. as a kid to myself, yeah. how could I attach it without it, you mm -hmm. know, and, I, and of course my attachment solution for anything as a kid was safety pins. Sure. They worked on towels, kind of. <laughs> they might as well yep. work yep. on a Superman cape. It, it, yeah, it always, it was, yeah, it always bugged me as a kid. It's funny how even even at that age, you want it to look just like the comic. You want it to, yeah. But it's like, um, but you know, going from there, mm -hmm. you go with Christopher. I mean, they even carry that into like the super, the Helen Slater Supergirl, true type of thing. The basic idea. You mm -hmm. know, except for the McDonald arches boots, uh, they yeah. they they carry over that basic premise of how they're doing the S as far as it being the quilted mm -hmm. and kind of sewn in type of thing, the way the, the cape's going to fit in, mm -hmm. the color combination. And I think the S is fundamentally pretty much the same S. It's a, a little Christopher. different, but it's close. Well, it's it's got curvature and things like that. Yeah, to deal yeah, with. Yeah. yeah, you know, I mean, technicalities. Mm -hmm. And then the next incarnation, not so much in the big screen. It was uh, Superboy. Superboy. Now... What was the difference between? I guess we got different seasons of it. Yeah. First season, Superboy. Is it pretty much the Christopher Reeve suit? Uh, almost. It is almost a Chris Reeve suit. Actually, I would love. See, here's my thing. I'll probably never own an original Chris Reeve suit in my lifetime. Probably. Probably not. not. But it seems conceivable I could maybe one day afford a Superboy costume because I made a bunch, and it's not sadly it's not as well regarded. So those are never going to go as much on an auction. So it was on Superboy. Yeah, but 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 Sal Kynes did it, so it was made by the same people, right? And it it does have the same kind of good color combo, same type of trunks, same type of belt, same type of boots, and walking cape that does the same under the arms, right? The only significant difference with the first season suit is he has a comic book dead on S. Ah, uh, so I imagine you're a big fan. Oh, I love that first season suit. Yeah, the John Hames Newton suit. I love that suit. And uh, yeah, if I could ever get my hands on a Hames Newton, oh, I'd be, I'd be absolutely, I, I'd love any of them, but that one to me, because it's a Reeve with a comic S. It's a, it's a tick small. It's the best of both worlds. It's the best of both worlds. It's, yes. Yeah. It's like, hey, I love your suit, Chris, but this S won me yeah, over. It's it, don't get me wrong. The 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 Chris Reeve will always top just because it's Reeve and it's got that right. magic. But it's like ooh ooh, it's the Reeve but with this S, and it's like ooh right. ooh. So it's very exciting. Um, and then by season two, they went more with the John Byrne look, 
So which Char- was popular in the comics and yes, so forth, which was a bit more inflated size. And uh, yeah, they puffed up the cape. Um, what do you call it? Like where the cape attaches, where the pleats. It's super. Sh- uh, well, we call them shoulder pleats. Shoulder pleats. They're huge. They yeah. they huge those up. S emblem is ginormous. It's huge. It's like I'm making gestures too, but it's it, the point almost goes down to his navel. Yeah, of the of the Pentagon. Yeah, I don't know if it's yeah, but it's yeah, it's 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 still a good comic book style. And I would S, say the outer edges of the Pentagon probably go almost to the almost to your armpits by about just a couple I, inches. It's bigger. It's much bigger. It's bigger. The boots and everything else stay the same, but the S is huge and the cape pads are huge. And then for seasons three and four. They kind of split the difference, so now the S is still bigger than season one, but now it's a little bit smaller. It's a little bit wider, and it's but it's still a very comic booky looking S. Mm-hmm. Uh, the shoulder pads have been reduced, but they're still bigger than they were on the Hames Newton. Gotcha. Uh, so the Gerard Christopher. So like, if you gave me a choice to be like, well, Gerard Christopher season three or four, I would take over the season two. But <laughs> if given the choice, and, and uh, yeah. here, here's a little quick thing. Now I don't know. Granted, I'm not trying to freak out one of my friends who owns it or whatever mm-hmm. but uh, we got to see what we thought to, we were told was a superboy costume oh, yeah. mm-hmm. in person right now granted there had been in the, in the superman costuming world there had been a lot of counterfeits yeah. sadly that yeah. went out and and um permeated the market as it were so it gets very debatable sometimes yeah. when you see the real deal or not the re- real True. deal but you saw that costume mm-hmm what was your read on it? And not as far as whether it was authentic or not. Mm-hmm. Did you get an idea of the season, or did he know what season it was supposed to be from? I I don't distinctly recall having that discussion. Uh, I know looking at it, it definitely would have been a season three, if it was legit. Because it was that kind of S. It was that. It was the S. Yeah, and the cape. Uh, I mean, our piece. buddy Mark actually wore the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that was the biggest thing that got me. Uh, and uh, the 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 way the belt was beat up a little bit, and. Um, but yeah, it's it's it, it's the thing with Superboy S and the cape. It's always S and the cape, S and the cape, because uh, everything else pretty much stayed the same. Interestingly, um, I know you didn't really watch that show. There's an episode in season two where Superboy's doing his thing, and his roommate goes to a costume party in a Superman costume or Superboy costume, and it is the Chris Reeve. Because you're going like, that's that S. Oh yeah, no, you oh you can't miss it. And matter of fact, well, the Salkins would have had it. The Salkins would have had it. Yeah. Well, the and it's weird. I'm guessing it was probably from Superman three because the blue is a tick lighter. And also, it made me feel kind of bad because here's the scene with Superboy and his, and here's him and the Chris Reeve, and and it's not fitting him quite as well because he wasn't as bulky as Reeve was. So it's a little loose on him, which made it look weird. And he's at a college party. party so it can't so be like spot on it you can't know? be spot on and he even like i remember there's a bit where a little bit of a drink spilled on it so there was a little bit of a stain <laughs> on, on it for a couple of scenes and it hurt me so bad to go oh you can't even say it's the bizarro superman costume yeah, <laughs> yeah. they did do a bizarro they did show. do a bizarro yeah. yes and that was basically just the the gerard christopher but in in kind of more muted tones right right um actually, did they reverse the ass on that one though no Oh no, man, it's just it's just deeper tone, similar to the evil Superman. That's Superman what I that's Superman. what I meant was when I say the bizarre, I'm kind of referring to the evil Superman. Evil Superman, uh, Superman or Christopher Reeve flicking peanuts, flicking peanuts, yeah, flicking Dark, peanuts, just super and eating a shave. Yeah, what's weird <laughs> is if you look at the color scheme of the Superman three evil peanut Superman, whatever you want to call him, Tar Kryptonite Man, whatever. Right. If you look at that, that is much more in the color scheme of the Superman suits now. Yes. Except in spandex. And to me, it just, it further shows to me that that's, to me, not really Superman. It's just, 
That's evil. No, well, yeah, it's it's a tainted Superman. There you go, tainted Superman. Tainted Superman. Yeah, it's just, yeah, Superman after he, he busted up some oil rig or something. You know? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, in a, it's it's enlightening to see how that reads on spandex and how that like I don't if you just try to put that on screen and granted the context of that movie too, it doesn't feel like Superman because you don't have the color pop. Half of the half of the beauty of that Reeves suit or the Superboy suits is the color palette, that blue and red and yellow. It's, mm-hmm. it, I don't know, it just grabs you. It just makes you go, yep, that's a superhero, that's Superman. Yeah. You know, you're not going to argue with it. Um, but if you move further ahead, just after the Superboy show ended, we have Lois and Clark. Right. Dean Kane, And it still has the color, but I mean, I think we discussed this a long time ago that, like, I've got my issues with that costume, but the big thing is the pilot suit was actually fairly good, and then they made changes for the series where I think they lowered the neckline a little and they changed the S, they made it bigger and a little swooshier. And isn't that a patch to it? It wasn't similar. Yeah, well, I mean, if you look at the pilot, I mean, he puts the patch yeah. on. But it's a classic. But it's kind. a classic. Yeah, yeah, it is a classic. Oh, I think they got it from the Warner Brothers shop or yeah. whatever. But you know, we, we put these on in the denim jackets these days sure. where they had the Warner Brothers stores. <laughs> they probably had them around. You're probably right. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but yeah, the the, the Lois and Clark, and that's some people that love it. But my my issue right. has always been that the boots are this super dark, glossy boot, and it doesn't do the V. It doesn't come up right. to a point. Right. It doesn't do the V. We got a square belt buckle. The well, S- this is this <sighs> is the point I'm going to bring up here. Yeah, this is the starting point mm-hmm. to where now, when I say powers that be or Hollywood or whatever, is taking the first step. Into well, Superman looks like this in the comics. Yeah, whether you say there's slight variations on an S or what have yeah. you, but Superman looks like this in the comics. But he looks like this on Lois and Clark, mm-hmm. which means we still have a lot of the the classic kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. But okay, we're gonna go more rectangular on his buckle. Mm-hmm. That was the first thing I saw. Yeah. And whether or not he had the lace up boots mm-hmm. or it was suddenly we just go, we're gonna change up the boots, we're gonna change the buckle, and I think once you finally cross that line, yeah. Now, you know, <laughs> we've just opened up Pandora's box that, you know, it becomes an Etch-A-Sketch. Especially when we had the perfect buckle with the Reeve and Superboy. Well, so. well, yeah, but I'm saying, you know, and they go darker on the blue. Yeah. To where we're almost starting to get more back into that George Reeves color version where it's sure. a darker blue. Yeah. But it's a, but it's a shinier spandexy yeah, blue. I hated that shiny spandex. The shiny spandex with that lower neckline that showed more of like his pecs I guess mm-hmm. made me feel like it was like the Chippendale stripper Superman costume than an actual Superman costume I gotcha and you know I'm sure the the ladies like that I know but, a lot of women that that's their Superman and hey more power to you but it's and that much. S that, em, that em, uh, embroidery patch or whatever yeah. S on there did change a bit of how it re- I mean sometimes that S would look lumpy to me mm-hmm. because it's buckling up under yeah. the stretch of his shoulders yeah. or what have you mm-hmm. now I like Dean Cain mm-hmm uh, actually, he's actually one of my favorite Clarks. Granted, he played a lot of Clark, but I really did love his Clark quite a bit. No, yeah, I, I think that's just it. I didn't like his Superman, but I liked his Clark. I'll go with that. Okay. And granted, it was Lois and Clark. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. But which, regretfully, is why I didn't watch it as much. Yeah. But I'm, but having having said that, uh, I felt like that was the first suit where we're going, okay, you want to see a Christopher Reeve suit on a screen? You ain't going to get it. No. No. From here on out. No. <laughs> you're not. Not. You're not going to get it. And, you know, animation, 
not included. Mm -hmm. But that was the first one. And I will go on to say that also this is post-1989 Batman. Mm -hmm. Right. Where the Keaton suit is one of the first... We're just going to blatantly just go, gray and blue? Whatever. (laughs) It's... We're, we're a movie. We're uh, we're gonna we're gonna take it to the next level. You know, time. I'm not even gonna get into the Nicolas Cage thing. Oh right, yeah. That didn't you know? Thank God, never saw the light. But I mean, and that would have come out during the last year of Lois and Clark if it had happened. If the timing, I think, would have been around. But once again, Hollywood, Warner Brothers, designers, mm-hmm. or whatever, going, nah, nah, we've got to do something totally different. different. Yeah, those tests with the the weird sparkly glowy metallic suit and then the the final test with the shiny i think they learned vacuum form that's it vacuum form shiny yeah. suit and the the s was a little i don't know it, it lost some of the curvature of the s and i don't know i wasn't too impressed and granted this is right after the whole death of superman thing where he had the long hair well yeah, yeah the the super mullet yeah the super mullet. <laughs> but i know some most, people would argue it's not a mullet but. i know but on lois and clark i know during one of the kryptonian arcs they did do a version of the dark ninja outfit he wears when he first gets resurrected right and i think the ass was in like purple instead of silver or something but i don't know i just i know they always do like what they call the gimmick costumes like right the, the we're gonna light, the lightning all bolt new costume, costume. yeah oh, the lightning bolt costume the lightning red bolt and costume. blue yeah uh, I like the Silver Age Superman red and blue. I thought that was neat. But. Well, that's just, it's an all red suit. It's an all blue suit, but the S is right. Yeah. I mean, we can't even say the, but we're getting into the comics here. But yeah, even when the comics go, we need to change Superman's look, which is a total gimmick. Yeah. Everybody, it's new Coke. Yeah. Ah, sorry, we brought back classic again. See, yeah. you missed it. Never stuck around. Yeah. Right. But we don't get another uh, media Superman after Lois and Clark until. Uh, Superman Returns. Superman Returns. To where now... Well, okay. A moment to, to at least acknowledge Smallville. No. Well, I mean... No. You do get a... It is a media Clark Kent. We just talked about Superboy. So. Okay. One. Yeah. We're talking about Superman. Yeah. Which we never get in Smallville until the very last episode. After ten years. Which is after... Mm-hmm. Superman Returns. All right. But Just right. saying. But you're right. Smallville, they made a point of doing the whole no tights, no flights thing, which is part of Right. So it's 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 so. Clark. It's, it's, it's uh, we are dodging this. Everybody else around him could get a costume. <laughs> we can even see Dr. Fate for about That's a half right. second, but we can't get Superman. So, That's right. that, hey, that, you might love the show. That's all cool. People yeah. might love the show. I get that. Yeah. No, I don't get that. <laughs> but I'm just saying is, it, we're talking about Superman suits. We're not talking about we're not talking about Clark Kent tailoring right now or hairstyles. Right. We're not talking about red jackets and blue jeans. I got you. Right. All right. So technically, we had some pinstripes or solid navy blue suits. I don't know. You know. Just, I just remember when Superman Returns came out, there were people actually saying, "Why don't they have Tom Welling play Superman?" Oh, it's audience confusion. And I'm like, I think I think we we get it that this is its own thing. And that, right. Which yeah. people are still asking why Tom Welling isn't doing <sighs> Superman, and I'm like, because he was playing Clark Kent. He wasn't. Trying yeah. to do Superman. He does Superman in the last bit. Which, since we're on the subject anyway right now, what about that suit? In Smallville? In Smallville. If I remember rightly, isn't it the, the Routh suit? I don't remember it being its own suit. Bingo. Yeah. Like, they didn't even commission it. Because it, it was literally like a quick shot in like the fortress, and then I think it's a quick shot at the... Did we even really see him? I thought it was almost like a trick. 
It's been a while since I've seen it. And once again, I got it out of just curiosity yeah. glimpse. I couldn't tell you. Anyway, so this leads Senior really... screen caps to Costume <laughs> Station Zero. Um, so this leads us to the Brandon Routh suit. But which set. I say predates it finally showing up in Smallville, which makes more sense why it ended up like that. Yeah. So I... I don't know. I I just I just I, just <laughs> I say I don't it. know when I saw the first press release. Yeah, I I remember when that photo came out. Yep. And With the super speedos. The super speedos, and I I remember really not liking it and having <laughs> problems with it. And I remember this is it at the at the time <laughs> at the time because this way okay so it was this was when it was shooting in what like early mid oh five. Maybe yeah. okay. It was early. This yeah, it was, was long early. before the movie came out. Right at the time, I remember uh, the girl I was dating uh, sent sent this to me and said, "Hey, look, new Superman." She was all excited, and I had a huge problem with it. And she's like, "What? It's Superman?" And I'm like, "No, it's not. It's not." <laughs> and and she made me go, "What are you talking about? It's a ass and a cape." And I'm like, "No, but do you want I, the essay? Do you want the?" Oh, I was I I oh, I was biting my fingers off to not because I'm like, if you do this, you know the nerd cred is going to boil over, and that's it. It's I mean, look, it didn't last obviously. <laughs> but I'm not going to say it died over this, but this might have been like an early warning sign. Yeah, she she didn't understand the differences. It's like. Don't you see, woman? I know. I'm like the, the, the speedos and the and the essence, right, and the texture and the bird. Oh, mm. I was very uh, yeah. That suit. You know, we, I talk about the speedos, mm -hmm. and I've always ended up saying he looks like he's more ready for either skiing or swimming rather than flying. Mm -hmm. And let's not forget the fruit roll up. Cape. It does look like a fruit roll-up, doesn't it? It's, it's got that texture it's and that color. It's, it's like, here's a giant fruit roll-up. It, yeah, it's plasticky, leathery weirdness. Yeah, and I, I'm not... I just watched it again. The, the colors day. are off to me. Colors are off. The blue is like too blue. Or it, not too it, blue. Well, too, it, well too it, the, 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 the blue is so offset by the crappy red. Yeah, that maroon red. It kind of browned out That's as it. well. It, yeah. that, that was like, let's not... Color. Eh, let's you know. Let's knock yeah. the saturation. Let's darken it and and just suck the life of out of the awesome. <laughs> suck the life out of the awesome. Yeah, it's yeah the red maroon the cape. And so it made that blue look off compared to it. And then they go with kind of the gold. Um, yeah. And the and the and the S belt buckle that never yeah. sat well with me. And then the, right. the boots have a weird like wrap around kind of look yeah once again i think that suit i i definitely say was overthought and i think it was overreaction i think that's the key word i think that suit was completely reactionary to spider-man the toby mcguire spider-mans that were going on around that time because you didn't sit and get superheroes with their obligatory textured tights hmm Mm, yeah. Until the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man that came out just a couple years prior, and they didn't have to have 3D bumps all over everything and be right. textured. It didn't have to be 3D. So for Superman's S to pop out from his chest mm -hmm. to be some kind of you know plasticky, rubbery yeah, applique thing, oh, you know, it. you know, for it to be raised yeah. from the to have raised details in a suit mm -hmm. and go with the little Superman textures, the little super symbols super S's is all, suit, all yeah. over in the suit. I think that's completely reactionary to the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Yeah. 
Because oh. prior to that, you weren't seeing that. Oh, no, no. And you had it in the soles of his boots, as I recall. Right. In the textures of the cool Billy Zane phantom suit, that was tattooing. That wasn't no... <laughs> right. That, <laughs> that was a totally... That was a different animal. Like, you could probably run your hands over the Spidey and Superman Returns suit and, like, braille. Yeah. And feel something. <laughs> Maybe but, I saw blind people knew who they were. That's it. There you go. <laughs> we, we, just, we just retconned it into existence. <laughs> There you go. We, but I do think it was reactionary because I honestly I think after this the X Men leather Matrix wannabe yeah. suit thingies that we yeah. can't we expect yellow tights yes you know yeah. uh, I think I think Warner Brothers being as reactionary as they have been showing us for years they could send me a nasty letter any dang day uh, they're reactionary with very little regard by this point mm-hmm. to anything that technically is in the comic or classically has made them great over the years Yeah, to where I feel like, well, at this point they thought they were going to probably put Superman in a leather red and blue suit with like a symbol on it. And we're not going to go with a Cape. You got to do a bunch of texture to it. You got to do stuff to it. You got to add things to it to make it more ridiculous Mm -hmm. (laughs) because obviously spandex must not be cool now or some other material or a fitted look. Mm-hmm. Couldn't possibly ever be cool. So you get that. And I thought the lines on it were just so awkward. Like I said, he just seems so long torso because we make the speedo so low. Mm-hmm. Everything about uh, the collar seems to me feel you were talking about like how the Dean Kane seemed like the collar seemed a little low. Yeah. I felt the collar felt ridiculously high on him. It was very high. Because it just accented the awkward it made I thought Brandon was not proportioned. Mm-hmm. Now that I see him like as the Adam these days, I'm going like, oh hell, why didn't they just stick him in a decent suit? Because he's pretty well proportioned for that mm-hmm. stuff. It's just the suit they put him in accented everything in the wrong direction mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah, yeah, that. But that was the beginning, I think, to where okay, now we've opened the Pandora's box. To Superman suit is now an extra sketch. Uh, true, and I'm I'm sure. If you were if you were holding out to vote on the Chris Reeve before you could see the back of the cape, I'm sure the the cape got a big F from you on this one. Like, not only because of the color and fruit roll upness, but no no S on the back of the cape. Well, you do, Bob. How did you feel? Boy, the Sophie's choice of the George Reeves cape or the Brandon Routh cape. I guess I'll go George because at least you get an S. <laughs> I mean, you mean gosh. for as far as like a choice between yeah. which one you would take? Yeah. I paused only in the regards that the Brandon was only for one film. Mm-hmm. I feel like they never had time to get it right. Oh, they could have gotten it right. Okay. Superman with George Reeves. They had how many seasons to do it? God, you think you could have tweaked this somewhere along the line? Out of how many renditions that have been burned and remade and so forth? They had opportunity and time. They did. Where, like, here we saw it, and then they heard all the razzes about it, Mm -hmm. and they could have tweaked it by the second one or whatever. I mean, that Mm kind of happened with uh, Spectacular Spider-Man. Where you had like almost the Nike tights design or overly designed right. Spider Man, right? But into the next film, it was a spectacular, right? Amazing. Or sorry, amazing. I'm, I'm getting confused with the cartoon today. Yes. Sorry, we backtrack. Okay, write your letters too, as I say <laughs> again. In uh, Amazing Spider Man, the first one is very stylized. Mm-hmm. We're even starting to track from how the webbing kind of looks on it and so forth. But the second one, you probably have gotten one of the closest looking 
Spider-Man suit since Nick, Nick Hammond, mm-hmm. to where it starts. The lines and everything start to read more classic. Mm-hmm. So they had a second film to kind of go. All right, we, we, you know, they kind of do the Red Brown thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the first Red Brown ain't nothing like it. But by the way, the end of the film will show you in a proper. Well, kind of proper suit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. we'll do an entire episode of something completely yeah, off. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I I was not a fan of the route. I think my other thing that gets me about that suit is having watched, we'll say, it's difficult for me to watch the whole movie again. But when I'm watching parts of it again, it occurs to me that they're going to great lengths to set this in the Richard Donner Superman universe. Bingo. Yep. Jorel is Marlon Brando. Yeah, and they're in the. There's fortress. no fruit roll up uh, Kryptonian suit. No, they're they're in the Fortress of Solitude, which looks okay. It's a little more jazzed up, but it pretty much looks like the one from. Well, they've been doing some decorating. Okay, but Jorel is still pretty much Jorel. Yeah, and you have you still have crystal and Kryptonian stuff. They even do the crystals can grow stuff, which I have some issues with how that went. But never mind. Um, Lex Luthor still is after land. And, you know, there's all these great lengths to connect it to that universe, and yet you look at that suit, and it's it's so off the Chris Reeve. I understand they needed to spruce it a little, but to me it's like... Did they? I mean... Did they really? I would never have done it, but I'm (laughs) saying I understand the the temptation, but to not even have it resemble the Chris Reeve suit, especially with the style of the S. I think they made more of an effort to make him look more like Chris Reeve as Clark Kent. Then they did yeah. make Chris Reeve look like. Then, then I him, go with that. Then him, I mean, even around doing like the slick down, you know, kind of hair, yeah. kind of thing, you know. But as opposed to him being Superman, yeah, no, the Superman to me just doesn't read at all. Like the the biggest thing to me is the S. The S is so small, it's raised, right. and even there's a cut scene where he's on Krypton and he sees the S crest in a cliff, and it's that weird swishy new S. And I go, I'm already out of this movie because that's. Not I want. I want to know when was it in movies culturally where we said we shouldn't have color anymore mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that because that that's one of the things that keeps getting diminished and sucked down in films not just superman but for me someone goes well he can't be the big blue boy scout uh the only person i know who absolutely needs to be the big blue boy scout is superman yeah it's kind of what he is yeah it's like how the big red cheese it's Captain Marvel. Kind of needs to be big red, red cheese. cheese. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, so when that, you, that's that's the other hammer of disappointment on that. That it's intentionally supposed to be the same universe, and yet exactly. it's already right. off the mark. It's already bad enough, but the fact that you're actually trying to tie it into the other one, you go, yeah. okay, hey, you did this and this and this, and the most iconic thing that you could do between the two franchises, yeah. <laughs> the most iconic thing you could touch. Wow, is yeah. the S. And the cape, yeah. even by themselves, yeah. even by themselves, yeah. kind of like, yeah, it's, okay. Moving on. <laughs> so then we get Man of Steel and, and Batman v Superman. We get uh, the Henry Cable, and if we thought the first suit was textured, boy, they went crazy. With by the way, I'm not even going to blame actors on these. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to blame oh, actors no, on I don't, these. I'm, I'm not blaming uh, Ralph for the costume. No, no, what I'm just saying is, yeah, um... I'm not going to blame actors. I just want to make that very, very clear. Mm-hmm. Man, a steel suit. I remember going to Comic-Con about a year before Man of Steel came out and they had the suit on display. Mm-hmm. And this is really the first time I really, really saw the suit. I think I saw a press release photo where like they had like 
the safe, the the the, the vault or whatever. Yeah. And he's kind of like on one knee, but he's on one knee. He's not standing. Yeah. And I'm looking, going, mm, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I felt like there wasn't quite enough information for me, or I just didn't study the hell out of it because I was scared. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. But I remember seeing that suit, that Man of Steel suit, at Comic Con mm-hmm. on display, and went. Yeah, okay. And I just, I, I didn't even stare at it. I just did. I just was like, okay, they're at it again. I think that was just my attitude towards it was, it was like, yep, they're at it again. The one thing I will say that I liked about this, okay, if we've already abandoned putting a yellow S on the back, mm-hmm. the one thing I would say about the cape in the film, yeah. <laughs> CG or whatever, it's a pretty awesome cape. As far as the guy that billows, it flows, it's got personality, it feels like, whoa, this is a cool feels like cape. A cool cape. You know, some people might say, well, it goes too low. You know, it's almost, you know, it's raking the ground or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I just felt like the cape had a body and a flow to it that mm-hmm. just felt more comic booky mm-hmm. to me in that regard. Sure. Where I was just like going, what'd you like about Man of Steel, Scott? You know, I was kind of digging the cape, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Color schemes, uh, you know, uh, okay, trunks, no trunks. Uh, you know what, trunks for no trunks aside, mm-hmm. why is the Man of Steel got to wear armor? Uh, or something that looks like armor. I guess, I remember. you know what it is, it's like they keep thinking, oh, we need to, it's it's uh, from Krypton, it needs to look alien, and I feel like they've been trying to push that much more so in this version. Rather than Ma Kent, you know, yeah. sewed something for her son. Yeah, and I feel like... That takes away from a relatability factor from Superman. I, I get into this these days. Mm-hmm. Presentism. Which is, it is more of a trend now in a superhero film or sci-fi film or whatever to explain every last reason why something exists or happens or whatever. How'd that wallet get in his pocket? I didn't see that scene. Mm-hmm. How did he get, you know, then people were claiming like they're plot holes because they didn't see it happen. Mm-hmm. And I think there's an over-explaining of, well, why does Superman have an S? Why does Superman have a, a, an outfit that doesn't get, you know, doesn't destroy? They, they started doing that with, like, even the Fantastic Four. we got to explain the suits. Mm-hmm. The suits have to be explained. Aside from, it just looks cool. <laughs> um, I, I, I see it, and I, I mean, look, you do that. You do one too much, and it is sloppy writing. You yes. do the other too much, and it's, it's overwriting, it's overthinking. It's a fine line. And I feel like this suit is overthinking, mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. For me, I think it's overthought. I think it's overdesigned. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are one step away from making it in a Schumacher suit, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're two steps away, and they're on his chest. Yeah. Okay, right. beyond that, I think it, because it's overdesigned. Mm-hmm. I think it's way over-designed and way over-thought out. The little things going off to the side to kind of meet what's kind of supposed to symbolize a belt buckle. Yeah. Uh, Which the, doesn't the, make sense with that. And if you didn't like the Kirk Allen cuffs, I don't think you were a fan of the, no. of the gauntlets or whatever the heck. Uh, yeah, the weird black gauntlety things and the black... Yeah, and I know that they dropped the, the, um, the briefs. Because now we're a new Fifty Two version of Superman, where they dropped in the comics. They're trying to bring it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not a fan because to me, I think it helps break up the costume. It's part of the icon. It's exactly. Otherwise, it's all just too blue. Too and, blue. And, yeah, I, I, I get that too. I mean, yeah, it's right. a design I, that we're, they tried Batman without trunks for a while, like in the '90s, mm-hmm. before they did him again without trunks. It's like they did it for that, and they go, nah. Then they bring him back, mm-hmm. and then they go away again. You know, so it's mm-hmm. you know with without you know. Uh, 
I, I think it's it's a wonderful design, and I think if you think of it as design as opposed to pure pure practicality, yeah. I'll be honest. For a guy who wears trunks, I mean, wears tights yeah. as often as I do, yeah. I kind of prefer having the trunks on the outside yeah. <laughs> as opposed to just flat out trunks. Yeah. You know, with trying to have underwear underneath when they're that tight. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, give me the trunks mm-hmm. and a dance belt. But anyway, yes, yes. all of those things, <laughs> all, all of the above, uh, kind of kind of makes sense yeah. in the long run. I, if you wear them, you get it. I, I know they did kick the color up on that suit a little bit in the sequel, and yeah, uh, for good measure. It's to me, it's very telling that. In the movie, they desaturated the color, and I know, as you say, they've been trying to get rid of color, and yet the toys dial up the color. Yep. And uh, well, sometimes you see the costume in person, mm-hmm. and there's more color in the costume than what you saw on the screen. Oh, sure. I'll, I'll never forget. I saw the uh, the Gal Gadot Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. The first promo shot where it's like one step away from being Xena because it yeah. looks brown. Yeah. I just like go, what the hell? Mm-hmm. Then I see when the original suits. Or replicas where they're showing off over mm-hmm. at the DC booth at Comic Con. Mm-hmm. I'm going, wait a minute, this has got some color. Mm-hmm. There's actually some color here I didn't even know existed. Mm-hmm. And even though it's still muted down a bit, in the film, it's still muted down. In the trailers they're showing for Wonder Woman right now, they pumped them up and it looks, and to me, it's like whether the design is a different design than what you're used to, mm-hmm. or the armor is a little bit different than what you're used to, or Linda Carter, what have you. Just by having those colors mm-hmm. bumped up on the highlights and so forth, where red is, is red and blues just got a, mm-hmm. a, a, a blue to it, that that and the gold pops, mm-hmm. that everything else is meek and dreary, and you look at wow, what's bold and got some oomph to it? Mm-hmm. The hero mm-hmm. makes that already look a hundred times better to me. Mm-hmm. There I go. Okay, we could do some other things here, but the fact is that I got some color that's just popping again. Mm-hmm. And it looks heroic, and it looks iconic, and it's it that it, it's like um, the Chris Evans Captain America suit in the Avenger first Avengers film, mm-hmm. where we pump up the color a bit, yeah, yeah. and then we dial it right back down. <laughs> but, <laughs> That's probably why it's my second favorite suit he wore in those movies because they got more color. Yeah, and, but and I just say you know don't be afraid of the color. But that, but I'm just saying is pumping up the color a bit. I you know but the yeah, the Cavill suit, I'm I'm not a fan of. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if I even had to go as far as just going on a slight offshoot. But the funny thing is, on the upside for me, the Ben Affleck bat suit, I'm not I'm not a big fan of the rubber suits just in general. Sure. But the one thing I was at least happy with was at least they had gray. Yeah, it had gray. We haven't had gray since Adam. Mm-hmm. In in a you know, so that was just that alone. I was just kind of going like, okay, actually that about that. Mm-hmm. I think I was, and I actually dug the cowl. I actually the cut of the cowl on the uh, on the Ben Affleck. I was actually going like, oh mm-hmm. wow, this cowl actually looks decent. It doesn't. Uh, I, I never liked any of the Bale mm-hmm. cowls and. You know, people complain about clunkiness with the the Keaton and all that. And this was the first time I go, no, nah, this this reads pretty good. This mm-hmm. reads more... I still feel like we're getting closer mm-hmm. to a comic book. If we have to go black, mm-hmm. we're getting closer to what I felt like was a little bit more of that kind of cut on a cowl as opposed to being overly... It's not overly armored. It's not overly detailed. Mm-hmm. It, you know... I hear you. Does it look like a bobblehead? Yeah. So... Yeah, my, my thing with the cable suit, because I remember when they first showed the uh, the promo photo of him in the uh, vault door. Right. 
And uh, you couldn't make out a lot of the suit, but yeah, I agree. The best part about it is the cape. Uh, obviously, I prefer a Reeve or Superboy S, but I was okay with the S. It was a little more swishy. It was a little more like the early. It was less Brandon. It was less Brandon. I definitely will take this S over the Brandon S. Yes. Um, and it felt like kind of the early 40s S emblem that got super swishy. Um, uh, I I got you. Yes, so uh, I kind of dug that. Right, but yeah, the muted the the lack of trunks, the lack essentially of a belt, the mutedness of the color, and the fact that the whole texture makes him look like a like a basketball or volleyball or something. It's very uh, yeah yeah. Or, well, or sorry, more of I'm sorry, uh, uh, kickball. You know that kind of weird. Yeah, and so I always think of him as the kickball Superman. Um, <laughs> but the cape does sit well on his shoulders. Yeah, cape sits well. As I say, I like the cape and I like the style of the S enough. It's kind of where, and as a little thing, it's not technically costume, but it plays into it. Uh, I kind of miss the fact he doesn't have a proper spit curl. That's the spit curls coming. I mean, I okay, know. you know what? I got to go back to George. Yeah. I got to go back to George on lack of spit curl mm-hmm. <laughs> because I that was one of those things as a kid. I go, where's his spit curl? Where's the spit curl? Yeah, and having you know my my first live action exposure was Chris Reeve. I mean, he became the standard that all the other live action guys, of course. Um, yeah, yeah. Like I said, you get those iconic bits going on there. Yeah, yeah. George didn't have it, and that was always a bit of an earmark. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Gable uh, not having it. Yeah. Which now I'm going to move into a little bit of the smaller screen, which is now these days not small screen. Heck, you know, you get sixty inch, seventy inch big screens in your uh, house. Right. Yes. Sometimes you get a better view in your house than you do in the theater. Mm-hmm. That's right, IMAX. But Supergirl. Supergirl has, has Superman coming on. Has Superman coming on, mm-hmm. and we've seen we haven't had an episode yet, but we've definitely seen sneak peeks of the outfit. Mm-hmm. You know, granted, it's supposed to hark a little bit from some people saying a little bit of the fifty two look and a bit of like of an Earth one look or Earth two look. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just did a faux pas there that you know Thomas will tell me later. <laughs> you know, but having said that. I'm actually digging that suit a bit more mm-hmm. than the uh, than the Man of Steel or the Batman versus Superman suit. Um, that the S one for one, the S looks more classic. Classic S, a uh, little huge, but classic S. Right. Um, it has certainly has more color than the Man of Steel. Suit. Yes, I feel like there's more pop of color on it. Yeah. Uh, the red belt, granite, I, I or red belt thing. Yeah. And still no trunks. Yeah, yeah. I get that. Well, I can't say I get it. I go, okay, you're not giving me. I'm not going to say you have to give me. I'm just saying, all right, that's missing. Uh, the bits that connect the cape, the red bits that connect the cape mm-hmm. to the suit, mm-hmm. those are a little uh, odd to me. Yeah, they're odd. I don't hate them. They just hit me as odd. Mm-hmm. I just kind of look at it and go, Okay, that's a bit of a detail that I'm not necessarily sure I needed, but yeah. okay, you know, at least I have some pop of red right there. I think that's the key thing. Yeah, I feel like there's a pop of red in that. Yeah, the boots feel a little more traditional mm-hmm. as far as being red. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, but they they seem a little I don't know uh, blocky. That's it, blocky. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Uh, so maybe it's just I'm happy to see color again. I'll give you that. And a more it's, classic 
S. It's, it's got a more classic S, a little more color. I welcome all that. Um, to be honest, I think if this were like... Oh, um, okay, so in Superboy, there was an alternate universe episode where Superboy met this evil version who was like a dictator, and he had this cool kind of Captain Marvel flap with an S. Ah, uh, we're, uh, we're talking Tom Tyler flap Captain kind Marvel. Tom Tyler flap Captain Marvel. And right. This high neckline, this drapey, billowy cloak cape, and these black gloves. And so I thought, you know what I like? I think if I view this as, in many ways, you alternate should, universe, alternate universe Superman, I'm totally fine with it. <laughs> I'm totally cool with it, uh, and in a way you can because they are alternate universe two prime Flash slash Arrow slash Legend for the moment. For the moment, I, I, I uh, for some reason I get the feeling there's going to be some you know yeah, yeah. jiggery pokery or whatever. For the moment, I can think of him as, as an Earth whatever one yeah. or three Superman. Exactly. Okay, I'll yeah. go with that. So, so if they end up actually aligning everything where they're all in the same universe, that suit better change. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it, it does also still seem to have some texture, but not a, not the crazy texture of the Henry Cable. Right. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I, I have high hopes. We'll see how it, we'll see how it translates on I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually looking forward to seeing it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've really been enjoying Supergirl as the series. It's probably mm-hmm. one of my favorite superhero TV shows mm-hmm. on now and probably close to ever right now for me. I've just, just the fact that episode, 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 I've just been enjoying the hell out of it. Okay. You know, you give me five years from now and go, oh, geez, I don't know what the hell. Maybe I was just desperate. I don't know. But right now, I've been really enjoying the ride. Okay. All right. I mean, it's enjoyable. I don't know if I'd put it that high, but it's enjoyable. Well, it's all subjective, mm-hmm. you know, to, to each person. It's all, it's, all, it's all subjective. Anyway, so this has been an interesting journey going through the iterations of Superman in the media. And, uh... I was amazed that I go, can we talk about this for an hour? Apparently no, we're... there's there's so many versions. I'm like, oh yeah, we can easily eat up an hour talking about this. Um, I was thinking actually when you were saying that in terms of uh, like a perfect translation to screen, the only other one that leaps to my mind is I do think the Tom Tyler Captain Marvel for what they based it on, the first appearance Captain Marvel from 1939-40 was, I feel that was... I would absolutely agree. Yeah, I, think I would absolutely that. agree with that. Only that I didn't get to see it in color. But for the limitations, the moment, of the time, I, yeah. But I'm just saying, I didn't get to see it in color. Yeah, you know. Uh, but no, as far as the read, the line that did you look at a cover of a comic book yeah. and make a costume based on it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, you, you, you know what? You were spot on with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and it looking as good as it did. I think that's mm-hmm. that's the key thing. It's one thing where you go, well, they were going for the comic book, and what turned out is mm-hmm. a little, little, little dodgy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Todd's Phantom suit kind of comes to mind for yeah. that one, yeah. where it's like, yeah, you went for the comic, uh, the mask is clunky. There's a the, the cowl's not fitting quite as nice as I would want it. You mm-hmm. know, and the belt's a little, eh. mm-hmm. so you know, not saying I didn't love Tom Todd's the Phantom, but those would have been my niggles, sure, with sure. it, mm-hmm. but. We digress. we digress. That that's another day. That's another, a, day. That, that's another quote. Another day. Anyways, uh, well, this has been super <laughs> talking about Superman costumes. Um, but yeah, so bas- basically, without much uh, uh, surprise, that seems the Reeve is our. I would say if I was stranded in a telephone booth, the Superman <laughs> suit I would be switching into would be the Chris Reeve. <laughs> Because I you didn't see that coming. No, no, um, yeah. 
Uh, that that or a John Hames Newton Superboy, one or the other. I would do one or the other. You know, I would definitely take. Uh, I, you know, with what you described to me, mm-hmm. I'd take that suit, but I'd be thinking of Superman <laughs> suit. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, uh, thanks for being on, Scott. Absolutely. Anytime. You want to talk silliness <laughs> and costumes? I'm right there, man. And we'll be back next week with more costume shop talk or superhero talk here on Costume Station Zero. 